Stephen Jill here. Hi. Welcome to the House Academy Show, entertaining real estate investment talk. I'm Stephen Jack Butella. And I'm Jill DeWitt, broadcasting from sunny Southern California. Today, Jill and I talk about the three biggest mailer mistakes that we're aware of. I have my three. I'm, I'm curious to see if my three is the same as your three. Yeah, and I have really, I have 30. That's I've true. actually like 300 because no, I've, I've made them all. I want to see how this goes because I want to see if you can keep it to three. Yeah, I bet not. I know. <laughs> Before we get into it, let's take a question posted by one of our members on the houseacademy.com online community. It's free. Avery asks, I have not purchased the House Academy program as of yet, but I'm curious, what is the average cost of sending out a mailer to land a deal? Also, is it typically necessary to mail the owner several times before they usually respond to the offer? Is it likely to do a deal on the first mailing, or will it take several to tweak the mailings? Oh, and then... I answered you, this. Oh, thank you very much. This is really cool. As Steven. the owner of the company, oh, I answered it. So in our online community, you will often sometimes <laughs> find us. So like in this one, this example, Stephen himself went in there and answered the question. So super cool. Stephen's answer is, thanks very much. It takes between 800 to 3,500 offers to purchase a house that's worth about fifteen to $30,000 less than its current condition value. This number varies based on your experience. Using offers2owners.com, our mail company, each mailer costs about 55 cents. That's, um, so you, you can spend about $1,500 to make about $20,000 if you're really sitting and think about the math. So it's not the upfront cost that you should focus on. Right. It's the amount of money on the back end that it's generating. Right. At this time, we do not recommend mailing multiple times, although I've heard this, some rumblings, oh, excuse me, although I've heard the same rumblings you have about its success. Yeah, we haven't needed to. We just pick a new area and move yeah. on. And there's so many out there. And once you get a good offer in somebody's hands, you know, it's it's funny how long they hang on to them. So you may think that, oh, this the yield of this offer was only X. Well, that was only the yield in that first 30, 60, or 90 days. What do you see two years later, yeah. someone's calling you on it because now they're ready to sell and they saved it. That's right. Today's topic, the three biggest mailer mistakes. This is the meat of the show. I don't know what the biggest mistake that I can start with is in mailers that I see, but I'll tell you it has to do with pricing. First of all, there's no real mistake you can make about where to send mail. If you actually follow our system to the letter, you're gonna pit each zip code against each other that's in a market. So if you pick some town in Indiana, let's say, there's probably six or seven zip codes there. You get all the data on all those zip codes, you pit them against each other and choose which one's best. So that's where you're gonna start. Uh, it usually starts with days on market and some other statistics about how houses are selling and for how much and all that. And you can really smoke out a lot of future problems for yourself through what we call the red, yellow, green test for zip codes. So that eliminates that. Um, if you just choose a market kind of blind and you send mail out, it's not good. <laughs> That's a mistake. <laughs> That's a big mistake I see. If you send uh, offers out without, well, if you send mail out, let's say, without an offer price in it or in a well thought out offer price, this, you're not gonna achieve the results that you want. 
And that's, you know what, that's the biggest mistake I see, is people sending out not an offer. They send out a notice. They send out a letter of interest. Say, I'd like to buy your house. Give me a call. You're going to get a bajillion calls and nothing's going to happen. So that's one of my three. Yeah. One of my three is no real offer. Okay. Good. Good. Mm -hmm. Um, When you actually send an offer, if you send an offer out for a $400,000 house for $110,000, all you're going to do is waste money. So pricing has pricing related issues are number two for me. Okay. Uh, Number three would be lack of follow through, not sending one out at all and I'm wondering why it's not working. (laughs) Do you know what my three are? Yeah, for sure. Okay, so my three are, I told you number one is no real offer. You have a mail campaign, you're just putting something into somebody's hand that's saying, here I am. Well, okay, that's number one. Number two, bad data. People, I, I see a lot of people struggling online to get their hold of data from different places in different ways, and you really have to do your homework and really search and go pretty much to the source and get good quality current ownership data. You want to know who owns it, where they live, everything about the property, uh, is there a mortgage on it, whatever, you know, there's so much data that you need to get your hands on to do this right. So that's that's my number two. And then number, my number three for uh, a mailer mistake is just simply not personalizing it too. So those dear customer, even if you said, you know, I guess you would have a, you probably would, hopefully if you're personalizing it, you have an offer. But if you send a dear customer, I want to buy your house, which a lot of people are doing, you know, it's just gonna, I just, I just see it as such a a waste of your time and your energy because every single, every time that you know, you send an offer to someone, you're gonna get so many people that, yeah, I do wanna sell, but you know what? They wanna sell at their price and they wanna sell more than the guy next door yeah. because he just got top dollar because he did his kitchen. And now they think theirs is worth as much because they have a pool. And you get into this whole big long thing and you realize this is not what I'm gonna buy from. This is not what I wanna do. This is a mess. Every um, time Jill and I talk about this business, specifically the house business, not land, with our friends or people, because everybody has a lot to say about houses. Everybody lives in a house or, or want, they want to live in a house, so they have a lot to say. And it all becomes, very, very quickly in my opinion, a personal story yep. about finishes in the house or like Jill said, whatever's in the backyard. Uh, and a lot of, maybe even like, well, I raised my kids there. I've heard people say all yeah. this kinds of stuff. So if you want to be successful wholesaling houses like we do and like our members do, forget about all that. Forget it. You have to be respectful. It's, it's all. They're emotional. It's all price per square foot. That's oh, yeah. all that matters. Price per square foot. No emotion. Right. I'm buying it for, uh, you know, twenty to forty thousand dollars. Let's say ten to forty thousand dollars less in its current condition. Right. Then you can re- resell it to a rehabber. Right. They're going to take all that stuff out anyway. So do yourself a massive favor and cut those conversations off very, very, very quickly. Right. Or don't like I like what you said. Don't let it in, don't let it uh, influence your decision because it shouldn't. Just because they say, do you know about the school district? You shouldn't go. Oh, I didn't account for the school district. No, there's don't no financial that. accounting yeah. for a school district exactly. or for a wallpaper. The churches. There's, there's a huge financial part yeah. of this. If uh, you're looking at a four thousand square foot house versus a thirty-two hundred square foot house, right? 
you know, if somebody says, yeah, I had, I did an add on for my, uh, my now deceased father-in-law and we pulled the permits and it's beautiful. You should see it. All right. Well, your head should perk up and say, well, yeah, that now it's price per square foot. Yeah. Or, you know, my lots, I have a three, three wide lot. Jill and I just did a deal like that. Right. It had a quadruple wide lot and we killed it. We still wholesaled it. We just did great on that deal. Yeah. That was big. It's all square footage. We know your time's valuable. Thanks for spending some of it uh, with us today. Join us next time for the episode called Member Andrew Peacock Shares House Academy Success Stories. And we answer your questions post on our online community, houseacademy.com. It is free. You are not alone in your real estate ambition. It's interesting. Houses are so interesting. You know, I've said it before, but it's probably worth saying again. Yeah. It's... it's so easy to hit singles over and over and over again yeah. with houses. But for whatever reason, there's this propensity for people to really complicate how they do this. I know. People are, I think people want to, they want to, they want to maximize profit. No, they don't. You don't think so? No. That's where oh. I think the problem is because we have some members who want to maximize profit. Like well, Andrew Peacock's a well, great example tomorrow. Uh, on, you, you know, I okay. have to say, if you want to watch, he's got it all figured out. I mean, one of the most successful members, the House Academy members that I've ever talked to is tomorrow, this interview that we do. And he and he says flat out, right in the middle of the whole interview, it's just price per square foot. You know that when you, 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 when you sit down at a seller's kitchen table, you just let them go. But you've already, you're already there because the price per square foot works. Right, but you do not think that some people are accidentally trying to maximize profit and that's holding them back. Because that's what I see. The HGTV renovators are, and that's, that's fine. What they I'm should. Saying. They should. Not wholesalers. Though. That's what I'm saying. Okay, we're saying the same thing. My point is, I think that's the purpose of the show and why we're here. Not a lot of people are helping those people think the way we do. If you are trying to maximize profit and hit a home run, you know, every time you do it, <laughs> I mean, that's hard to do. If you're lucky, you're doing one a quarter. But you know what? Imagine this. How about once a week you hit a single? Once a, week, once a week, once a week, let's do the numbers get, right now. Once a week, you're gonna get ahead. Once a week, you hit a single, you make forty thousand dollars. Done. Add that up. Forty thousand dollars times fifty-two weeks. I'm gonna make a nice living. That's millions of dollars. I know. So, but but if you try to do once a quarter, make a hundred thousand dollars. That's ridiculous. You're not gonna get there as fast. In that's a my sen- point. In a sentence, yeah. here's the issue that I see, and I'm not complaining because, but if you're this person, just think about this for a second. If you have any emotion about this house that you're buying or selling or what it could be, mm-hmm. you're not going to be a good wholesaler. True. You just have to leave it out. It's all spreadsheet numbers, math, price per square foot, and that's it. Right. Which I love. I know. But the vast majority of the questions that we're getting about pricing and stuff, you know, House Academy is reasonably brand new to us. Less than a year old. Mm-hmm. Land Academy is like... Four years old. Yeah. Yep. So we're getting this influx of questions and interest from, and then we're getting, it's new for me. I know. You know, it's, it's like. Good. It's fun. It's, it's a whole good. new group I love again. the new, newness of it. Me but too. But there's the, one of the things I couldn't predict is how, you know, the how emotional, emotionally driven these questions are. Well, we, it's what you, you nailed it. Yep. Well, it's got a pool. Yeah. 
don't care. We'll help you. Don't worry. <laughs> wherever you are watching or wherever you are listening, please subscribe and rate us there. We, we are Stephen Jill. Information and inspiration to buy undervalued property. <laughs>